Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Stephen Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 10, Episode 10, The Forbidden Zone. Bathing suit area. I literally was gonna put, I was waiting for you to say something so I could say that. Say bathing suit area? Yes, literally a bathing suit area. No, it's fine. It is forbidden. Synchronicity. Yum lunch. When you see a child's bathing suit area. Uh, well, it depends. Oh. When they're wearing those adult diapers. Exactly. And it's time for yeah. the pins. That's my You fetish. know who to rely on. That's my fetish is children. Wearing adult diapers yeah, when they should be wearing child children diapers. Yeah. Yes, childress diapers. Yes, it's a weird like. Uh, it's a connective event, right? Where I can actually feel like that child. Yes, um, and they can feel like me, maybe, yeah, and then exactly. they can feel me. Yeah, and I can feel them. Yes, <laughs> yes. See, yes, see. yes. Someone is finally saying what we're all uh-huh. thinking. Uh huh. <laughs> A scholar, and a, a scholar, and a gentleman pedophile. Oh, yes. <laughs> yum, yum. Yes. Lunch. The gentleman pedophile, <laughs> aka the gentleman pedophile. I will have the gentleman's share of that young lad, my friend. <laughs> I doff my fap to you, <laughs> <laughs> always with a feather at yes. the tip. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's Monday night. It's a little early tonight. We've been mm-hmm. pretty good getting yeah, in early last but week. It's also yeah. we've been on vacation for the most part. Yeah, works yes. work. Slowish enough, yeah. No, that we can get to. <laughs> uh, nice, crisp, and early. Yes, um, I feel like it's been a long time since we recorded, though. But it's because it's been, you know, Christmas Eve. Christmas happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was li- literally all last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, and what's this? So it'll be New Year's Eve when everyone's listening. Yes, to exactly. This. Um, well, no, it'll be well, New Year's Eve. People that listen right off the bat are going to hear well, that tonight. Whatever. But yeah, um, all those freaks out there. Yeah, but all the people who listen at 11 p.m. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's <laughs> why we always get the Brits who are mm-hmm. just waking up in the morning. So I think this is their morning commute. There we go. On the old uh, A23 or whatever fucking stupid. It's New Year's somewhere. It is really boring. I mean, like, I know we have numbered freeways too, but uh, or highways or whatever. Right. But um, theirs are just called like B27. Right. The A5. Right. Whatever stuff. Well, like when, that. yeah, when we were in Germany, it was just like a lot yeah. of that, like, oh, just follow this number, whatever. I mean, so I guess if you can figure out the system, right. which if you live there, I'm sure you can. And I think we probably <clears throat> did at some point. Yeah. But. Uh, I guess that helps. Yeah, I guess so. Here, there's not really. They no. say there's a numbered system, right. but it's, it's all, like it's all yeah. over the place. Like yeah. the 91, the 22, yeah. all go east and west. Right. The five goes north and south. Right. The 405 goes north and south. Right. The 55 goes completely perpendicular to right. 91. Even though 22 and 91 go parallel with 405, they're going east and west, exactly. not north and south. Yes. <laughs> Even though you so. feel like you're going north and south because you're in the C shape of the mountain. So yeah. mountains are everywhere, and then the beach is also everywhere out here, too. So well, Bandy's claiming M is for motorway, <laughs> ABC is side roads. Oh, like service roads or something. Maybe. Probably. Or, or just like smaller little highways, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. Highways and highways, huh? Mm. I'll never tell. I think we've said this before, Coming but my tunnel. <laughs> the rest of the country gives California shit because we call it the freeway, but we had the first freeway well, here. We also have, we call it the, like the 405, mm. the 22, where they're yeah. like, oh, you take yeah. Highway 5. I 90. That's what Bobani says. I 90. Exactly. Uh, Mrs. Bobani <laughs> won't even blow me on I 90. I'm Florida. <laughs> my dong's out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, mm-hmm. How was uh, I ninety? Is what she say, and that's why she won't blow him because she's saying she's a ninety year old woman. Right. Uh, speaking of Bo Bandy's wife, this is the Bo, Mrs. Bo Bandy's how you officially sponsored how you doing segment. Uh, how are you doing, Steve? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. How was uh, your Christmas? Christmas uh, was celebrated the pagan way, the way of the tradition. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I went out and harvested. We a do tree. it in the way of the tradition. <laughs> tradition is the way. The way is the tradition. In the pattern of the repeated steps. Yes, we must only do thine thee, which we can then commence. Yeah, we are. Eating in the way of chewing. Yes, this is the curds and way. Yes. Oh, we're getting a little Mandalorian in there. There we go. <laughs> I kept going the way. So I did make a meme today uh-huh. for a very specific group of people, uh-huh. which you might have seen it. So we have a Facebook page called Juan, okay. which was a man we worked with yes. at another job a long time ago. And the the warehouse, you know, we're in Southern California, you know, yeah. a lot of Latino gentlemen. Yes. You know. uh, but they're always like, hey, way, pinche way. It just means like, hey, you fucker. Hey, <laughs> Fuck you idiot. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. So I made a meme, which I'll show you, Joe. Mm-hmm. And if everyone really wants to see it, I can post it. <laughs> but uh, it's in the realm of Mandalorian. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it was just, this is the way, mm-hmm. like Mandalorian way. And then a this picture the of Juan way. saying, this is the way. Like, That's he is the way. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a pinche way. Yes. I'll show it up on there. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, because I th- did. Twitch I take there. that photo in the photo studio. This was yeah. He was like doing yeah. product shots or something, <laughs> or testing the camera yep. or so, I don't know. Somehow I had that, and we posted it on Facebook a long time ago. So I went and got that photo. The old, Very relevant to today. The old uh, crew interest. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, are they still following that page? <laughs> no, I sent it to them as like a side group oh, chat thing. I was I like, see. "Hey guys, how's it going?" I uh, see. Made this, <laughs> and then uh, another coworker who we all know, mm-hmm. Bly Bleen. Yes. Uh, laugh very hard she yeah. didn't even think i made it she th- like i'm like no i came up with all of this yeah. and she's like oh my god that's funny and she's just laughing so. this is a masterpiece <laughs> this is it uh so yeah so yeah. i'm doing good it is funny because he also kind of looks like the gross knuckles from the the two or three years ago the do, do you know the way he looks like that kind of the, in there too do you know the way you know the um when they had knuckles as a goofy knuckles from sonic and for sonic the hedgehog oh. guy and it was that stupid YouTube video that no, I do not I didn't, remember. Okay. Any of this. <laughs> it was going around. And I didn't. I didn't even know what it was till like six months after it was over or something mm-hmm. like that. But anyway, because it was in a recap video of like stupid okay. shit. Yeah. Um. But anyway, am I sitting next to your most prized Christmas present right here? Oh yes, a little, little bit of Judas Priest right there. Yeah. Grinder looking for meat. It's my new meat grinder, mm-hmm. so I can take my smoking to the next level. I can not just vape, but I can also suck down a bunch of cigars. No, I. Uh, they stole this. Um, this company stole this logo design from my penis. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a triple threat, is what you call it. Yeah. yeah. All holes are open for the Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, when I trim the cuts of meat that I get, you cut the fat. So, but instead of just throwing that away or whatever, mm-hmm. I can now freeze it or right. act a little fresher, uh, grind it, throw some actual meat or beef or right. pork, whatever. Right. Leaner cuts, because you do about 70% lean, about 30% fat. Okay. Grind it all together, add the spices yep. and cloves of garlic, nice whatever other shit you want. Yeah. Put it in them pork casings. Mm-hmm. Then you got some sausages. Do they have any? Do they have other kinds of casing? Are there like lamb casings, and uh, chicken casings? So and stuff, no, or? they only have pork because. <clears throat> well, okay. So I'm going to say a couple things before people jump down my throat. Pork's <laughs> the, meat, the main before one. the meat community, huh? Exactly. <laughs> pork is the main one, and it's actually intestines, mm-hmm. so all those are lined. 
lamb they make, but they're smaller because they have smaller little shit pipes. Got it. And then they're synthetic, but you can't eat the synthetic. Right, you have to right, peel right. it. So like your mortadella and those like yes. bigger round ones are actually yes. probably more of a synthetic. Yeah. So it's a veggie based. Yep. But those are made to be packed, cured, or do, done right. whatever. Then you actually peel that off exactly yeah. before you eat the sausage. As an Italian deli boy growing up, I noticed I I tried to eat it many times, and people it. would tell me. 50-50, eat it or don't, because I think right. they were all fucking with me or whatever. They the people just, telling or just you to, didn't even know. I think people right. just straight don't know. Because it's still edible. You're just not supposed it's to like eat it. It's like the rind on a, a crazy cheese. Like yes, you yeah, can yeah. Certain rinds you, can, right. you shouldn't eat, and then like brie, you can eat the right. that, like rind. Like fondant on cake, you can technically eat, but it's disgusting. Yeah, you know? I mean, that I have no idea on fondant. I just you, know they you make can. the crazy cakes. Because it's, it's literally just like... I know uh, it's a sugar. It's just a like sugar-based flour thing, but it's disgusting. It just tastes like nothing. Um, that was so, yeah. I, I went yeah, to yeah. A, a New York pizzeria in Long Beach. <laughs> Speaking of that, well, how's your day? How yeah. you doing? <laughs> uh, Christmas was good. I'll start with Christmas. Well, I'll do a side note first. My wife and I saw. Do you remember the show Unhappily Ever After on the WB? It was a knockoff of Married with Children. Uh, oh yeah, I know the name. For some reason, I thought it was a cartoon. The way you said it, but and it had a was it the talking rabbit? Yes, and the red hair yes. girl. Yeah. Yes, so we saw the red hair girl Nikki mm. Cox mm. Uh, mm-hmm. out in front of this pizza restaurant in downtown Long Beach today, begging uh, people to come in she with was a with hostess. some with I'm assuming a husband or something with some skeezy looking fucking. Wasn't dude. she with Bobcat Goldway because he was the sock? He was the she the she was and puppet. then and then she dated Jay Moore right, right. for a long time too. Who's Jay Moore? He's a comedian. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, I think his biggest movie was that uh, Polly about the parrot or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but. But she is. She was like a very naturally gorgeous actress, right? And they gave her like another show after that show ended and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then like when, by the time she's twenty eight and working a lot in Hollywood, she has like the most disgusting groups of plastic surgery Ugh. done. Like she already had natural boobs. She got a weird boob job, not really to make them bigger, but to make them for some reason Shaping seemingly look worse because hmm. they looked like it's all spread apart. And then oh. She's always on the top ten list of like the worst ever celebrity like, botched. Just the fuck um, up. Yeah, God, that's terrible. Because like I was, I was looking at her. I was like, she looks familiar because I'd seen those. Like, <laughs> I've seen those fucked up boobs. Well, before. she, well, she's in always in the little clickbait things at the bottom of news articles and stuff, mm. where it's like, you won't believe what these hot celebrities look like now, and it's like her, like, Meh. Ugh, but it's like she literally she got was her like lips. So hot. She like, was you're like, oh my god, she was a huge crush, and she's like disgusting now, and it's yeah. it's kind of a bummer. I mean, she seemed happy enough, like. She looked like she was surveying the buildings to like because she was going to open a business in one of them or something. Oh, she was just walking up and down the sidewalk, looking at the windows and asking questions and like all this weird stuff. But yeah, well, Bandy says Jay Moore ruined her. Yes, exactly. Um, he said old cement tits. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, she was she was out there. Oh yeah, Jay Moore. God, he was in a bunch of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a big like late nineties guy, early two thousands guy. He did some yeah. SNL stuff and she things was like definitely that. like attractive back then. And these yeah. like new photos. I mean, I'm not seeing boob stuff, but it is like Ugh. the gross lips, yes, and just like a classic kind and that's, of like, and that's like OC Housewives, exactly. Like, uh, she got her like just eyes pulled like back, more and her gone, lips done, her everything's done. too tight. She, yeah, she did that lips like, uh, what is that like the Donna? Yeah, these boobs look uneven. Maybe she yes. got them redone. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. She's had like a ton of surgeries, and it's that like, sucks. why you looked so beautiful before? Like what? Like she literally was cast because oh, she God. was the hot chick. Well. Here, this maybe it's because it was like so post, but like here's one where she's like, yeah. 
That's Ex- what she looked like today. Extra gross. She looked like the one on the, the on the, the right. right. Yes. Her hey, lips yeah, yeah. are so massive. Her the rest of her face looked mellowed out, and like she'd gotten a tan compared to that or something. But she was just like dressed in casual. Like this one. She was dressed in like casual North Face, you know, vest and you know funky sweatpants and stuff. Right. But um, anyway, just a weird celebrity sighting from a show I'd completely forgot about. Right, right, right. Because literally, it's like here's married with children, but instead. We're just going to tweak it slightly where oh, the yeah. dad is literally insane and to where the daughter is hot and smart instead of hot and dumb and the right. son is ugly and dumb instead of ugly and smart. Right, right. And there's <laughs> a rabbit that the talks. The rabbit that the, that the, the dad is talks to in the, the base. Is it only the dad could yes. hear and understand that? Exactly, okay. yes. So he's literally insane. So it's like a Stewie character. Exactly. <laughs> literally insane. Yeah. I still watched a lot of it too, mostly because... I had a crush, like a teen crush on her. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, but and it was like again raunchy comedy, yeah, like, dumb stuff. It was always. But I remember worse. not loving it, but yeah, it, like, yeah, it's fine. it wasn't as funny as Married with Children. It was just kind of, it was so weird that you were like, okay, but yeah. Uh, Which did we talk about this? Like how Married with Children will probably never come back because yes, like Disney we talked Plus, about that last right, time. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Disney Plus, Disney owns it technically, but they're never going to air that kind of shit. Yeah, but let's um, see. I'm going to raw read Bowie Andy's comment. I have no idea okay. what he said. Here. So <laughs> she could have saved on the plastic surgery and just sent a. Decade, oh, sent a. I think he meant spent a decade doing meth to get the same look. It's exactly, yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like it's a, and it's sad too because it's Probably a per- cheaper for It's that. a perfect example of when you feel unattract. Like all types of people feel unattractive and disgusting. Mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm. you're fat or skinny, or ninety nine percent of people will go, "Oh my gosh, she could be on a model of uh, the cover of a magazine." That person can still think they look like shit, and it's mm-hmm. just it's like. It's such a bummer where you're like, God, I mean, again, she seemed fine. She was driving with her husband in a big, dirty Jeep uh, and hanging out in it's Long Beach. It's not Jay Moore anymore? No, no, no. It's some other. It was some random guy. Hmm. It was either her husband, who she was touching on the or shoulder like a lot, or, or a guy, or maybe a contractor or something. Where right. She was like going to lease one of these and open a business. I don't know. But yeah. um, but anyway, I'll keep everyone posted. Yeah. <laughs> Progress. We'll, we'll get some facts going. I've just never had a, I don't have, I've had many celebrity sightings, let alone in Long Beach, which is, you know, south of LA, but like, right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Christmas was good. We had, uh, we went back and forth between... Uh, my mom's house and Sarah's mom's house, my wife's mom's house, uh, but both were cool. Um, brought the dogs around. I got um, on my birthday. I got another um, uh, a messer or a falchion for training with my army. Oh, study you made crew. quite the messer. I could tell <laughs> all over um, my face. And then uh, uh, I got some like kettlebells. I got one of those on it maces um, for training with. So it's like a steel mace. Um, the on it brand is like Joe Rogan's kind of sponsored brand. Oh, and it's stuff. like a training kind of thing. And like and like Adam Carolla was all into it and stuff. Where they do Will like show me those. They do supplements and um and training equipment. So oh right. that yeah that's where those weird kettlebells like the Star Wars kettlebells right, right, and all right, that okay, shit were yeah. from. Um, I got a couple more kettlebells too to round out my my rack mm-hmm. and uh, not uh, just your sack. I went the Nikki Cox <laughs> route. I needed a, a differently shaped yeah. rack. <laughs> right. And not now, better. Just, not nicer. Just different. I don't even own a gun. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> And you just tie your balls around the kettlebell, and you just use yes. it as a strengthening oh, yes. trainer yes. to strengthen the skin. Well, I do modi- some body modification. Well, it's like yeah, it's like those Indian guys that uh, lengthen their dicks over their whole lives, and they go from you know a five incher to like a twelve incher or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called jelking. Exactly, <laughs> or yelking, as they say. <laughs> yelking. Yeah, um, I'm just yelking around. <laughs> um, now Yelkov Smirnov <laughs> is a whole nother character. Just sack me. <laughs> Um, that actually talks. 
I got to, oh, I got the little adapter for that. Uh, oh, you finally got the guitar. That Rock Smith game. So I'm going to start. Have you jammed uh, yet? I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, my wife also got it. Well, it was funny because I was going to set it up and I realized I don't have a guitar strap or picks. <laughs> and I was like, oh. oh. So then she ended up surprising me anyway uh, by ordering a ton of picks of various um, thicknesses and flexibilities. Oh, perfect. Um, now you're going to grow your nails out like a gross person <laughs> for that. <laughs> Uh, I know some of those. It's like usually those are like the Spanish guitar guys that like pick with their. Ugh. You think usually, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I just need these for my ripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, not so much yes. the tearing, but just the ripping. But um, I feel like yeah, it's like Filipino dudes that play acoustic guitars yes. always have the gross nails because they're playing Spanish guitar, steel guitar, all that kind or, of. Or well, too. just like people are like I'm really into it and I play yes. the shitty acoustic music. I yep. could just use my fingers or a pick, but I want to do the nail thing. Yep, and exactly. It's like, <laughs> You don't need nails. You're not moving that fast. Right. Stop being fucking. Because if I guess if you're playing like true Spanish guitar, you might you might have noticed where there's like a little thing that is attached to their guitar mm-hmm. where it holds a pick like a little holster. Because half the song they'll be finger picking and then they'll go yeah, 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 yeah. and do all that. I mean shit that's too, real, you know? yeah. exactly. Yeah. But not fucking no, but sitting I... at a party or on the goddamn beach at a bonfire. Yeah, like I said, if I could blow up Doesn't... all the most of the acoustic guitars in the world, yeah. I probably would. Doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't our friend who just moved to Palm Springs have that nail problem, kind of? He might, and he's a gross Filipino I've, man. <laughs> I've always noticed he had kind of long nails. Yeah, but, see, it's um, a cultural thing. Well, yes. they were conquered by the Spanish, so it's all coming together. they got to slice that lumpia and exactly. that chicken adobo all the time. Yeah, so. you gotta, their uh, flan is to die. Can't afford knives out there. Make a little uh, baon. Take yes. that home, baby. <laughs> Do you know what that is? You That's just made the, a gross face. You know? The fermented egg, right? No. <laughs> Wait, what's baon? I'm giving you shit. Oh. Uh, baon is... Or is that uh, the butter sugar thing? Nope. It's it's so Filipino people, these people, uh, <laughs> they'll make so much on purpose that oh. you take it home and you, that's your to-go bag is the baon baon oh what's the um, oh balut, uh, balut is the, that is is the, the gross egg thing. i was one so i know off. i'm just giving shit. <laughs> uh i traded the loot for the own <laughs> and then what is the butter cake century vol century vol something like that mm. is a cake that's like basically butter with yeah. sugar on top right. <laughs> like not even joking <laughs> yeah uh, so, anyways, yes, Butter back love. onto the Filipino. Yes, um, living that Palm Springs life. Yes. So um, he'll have to see us at Contact in the Desert. He'll have to, literally, <laughs> just forced. like he, just like when he was there this last year well, yeah. in Palm Springs. <laughs> Situations changed. <laughs> He's there permanently because, yeah, no, like, no, I settled in. <laughs> basically, sorry, we're going super inside <laughs> here, but probably won't see this man again yeah. unless we're out. We have there. a friend, a, a friend that we've known for quite a few years yeah. at this point who lived, lived five minutes from me <laughs> yeah like a 10 minute walk from steve yeah uh but he just moved to palm springs because he yes. changed jobs and stuff exactly. like that so uh bo banny's saying hey holy shit he's at 1300 points for this channel so i oh. guess if you're commenting and doing shit on the channel you wow. get points i don't know what you do with those points Oof. gamification yeah. baby let us know uh but he says he's the king of the channel nice so. um does, does he have a little icon or something no i don't think so okay. <laughs> i uh, think the icons if you are uh one the prime Oh, that's right. And then two, if you sub. Supreme. If we actually did. Yeah. <laughs> and the best prank. Um, <clears throat> subscribe. <Yes. laughs> uh, My if, mortgage was subprime. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite character in Mortal Kombat was <laughs> Sub Zero. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Prime. <laughs> Bumblebee. Yes. What? Uh, I will like the soup broccoli. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Uh, anyways, 
I have no idea. But if we put more shit into the channel, right. you can like buy subbing. You could have emotes. Oh right, yes, like, exactly. Kind of yeah, we can add perks or rewards or something, something. like that. So. But you gotta get more of them subs, baby. Yeah, gotta get get. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else crazy. Oh, we got one of them uh, Orbeez, which are the. It becomes your new router, and it becomes like it's a real. Mm. It's like a really simple, you know, knock on wood, a really simple to use Wi-Fi extender for your whole house, which we were very like an amplifier. About. So you have your modem slash. You basically whatever. replace your. It's a super gnarly strong modem with a with like a four thousand square foot range. It's a modem in itself. Okay. So you so it becomes your new modem and router, mm-hmm. and then you and then you have a you can add satellites very easily around the house okay. as opposed to like. Having a second router and modem and like all that or the kind of weird shit. plugs that are like bulky and bar right because sometimes you do some people will do which we were thinking about doing two different networks in our house oh uh, yeah but my stepdad was like it's like I don't want to fucking do that it's a pain yeah. so like he, back in the day we used to have to have two phone lines just to get on the internet and exactly. talk on the phone yes and we never did and so we, our internet would get cut off all the time because mommy had to talk That's to. Our teacher or something not like mommy. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's talking to not mommy mm-hmm. again. Um, this is getting really hot. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, we went back to um, Sarah's parents' house for kind of night Christmas. Uh, thankfully, did you do your usual biscuits and gravy? Uh, they were yes. Gail brought those. And now I heard there was a Gail incident with some wrapping paper. Yes. Um, Gail, uh, the in- the. Indirect, unknown inventor of that's how you do it. Um, where we're returning to that very mountain in February, um, Mammoth uh, Mountain. Mammoth. Yes. Yeah. Um, and every year she goes in the snow less and less because her knees are going to break more. And more. T- and today she says, oh, "Well, Piper and I, her dog, we're going to be spending <laughs> uh, a lot you mean of time. Piper. <laughs> we're going to be we're going to be spending a lot more time." On the paved street, or maybe just in the cabin the whole time, and I'm like, great. Why even come? <laughs> yeah, that's what um, she said. Or just walk in the snow. It's not like we go fucking on 13 mile hikes or something. Right, like right. That. Where you're tromp lomping so through and like tromp lomping through because you hike up a hill, and there yeah. might not even be snow. It just could be looser yeah. gravel potentially. Right. What she should go to? Do they? I'm sure they have them, but I don't know if you guys go to it. The like designated tube zones where they have the magic carpet. Yeah, yeah. And you just literally stand and it like conveyor yes. belts you, you up. up. Yeah. You slide down. But even that, the sitting and standing is too hard for her. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the up and down. Yeah. That's why. It's weird, though, because it's like if you fall in a bunch of snow, it doesn't really hurt. You know what I mean? So uh, It can, but I get. Yeah. No, I know. But, but no, I know. Not, we're not snowboarding. I'm saying exactly. if you're literally just from stationary sitting or standing. To down. And you yeah. just, and you kind of flump and, you you know, your knees give out or something. It's not right, like right. falling on asphalt or something. Yeah. But uh, even though it's your ass's fault. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, she is in a very OCD gift wrapper so she measures the box she measures the wrapping paper and she aligns the pattern when she folds it right so she like shapes it all first and then wraps it it's insane and so uh my mom noticed that she didn't use any of the new wrapping paper she had just recently bought at costco in the Mm -hmm. four pack and she's like no i returned it and my mom was like why'd you return it she goes i didn't like it and then my wife goes why i didn't like it yeah my sister goes wait but why i didn't like it I didn't like it. She just kept saying, I didn't like it over did she, and over did, again. Okay, so I know she obviously repeated this, so yes. I'm going to ask questions, yes. which are probably just going to respond in, I didn't like it. Uh, did she open it at all? No, she did not. So, okay, so I really don't know how you don't like uh-huh. it. I guess the print, because like, maybe she didn't like the feel, right. or it was that's, like And I said, that's what because my or, question was, was it like too thin or too thick or something? And she, I didn't like it. It wasn't a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get my hip pumped. Yeah. 
Um, she did get some new walking shoes um, okay. Okay. from the company Orbio, I think. It's oh, kind boy. of an old lady. You guys are orbs walking obsessed. Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were some ASICs floating around, some oh, bands nice. floating around. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Like our <laughs> our family has. There's ten of us in our core family, and so yeah. the presents around the tree are fucking so, insane. So, Bobani wants to know who is Gail. <laughs> so, Gail, as <laughs> I've explained many times, Bobandi, king of the channel, my ass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We've had a lot of people say, you know, that's how you do it. Gail is like one of my one of my mom and stepdad's best friends, and she's basically like our aunt at this point. She's been a part of the family yeah. for like twenty five years. Yeah, so, Bobandi, if you listen to last episode, we talked about how she body blocked me yes. out of fucking Joey's party. Exactly. Um, but yeah, then she I got back in. because she is not only OCD about her wrapping paper, but she must sit next to my mother at any oh, event yeah. or even a dinner at Sunday dinner at our house. Every time she must sit in her yeah, spot. If there's predesignated. Set in stone. Exactly. Yes. Now knowing that, I do. I didn't. I mean, I knew she probably had to be with your mom and dad. I didn't know it had to be next to your mom. Yes. yes. Which now makes me want to separate yes. this <laughs> at any future events. <laughs> Whether that puts me, oh, a, yeah. you know, a shittier seat. That's how you do it. Well, like my sister, my my siblings will be dying if they notice that you're doing that because yeah, they, we all complain about the right, same right, thing. Right. Right. She also always claims. The fucking first spot in the driveway where nobody else can be go in the driveway right. when she comes over to our house, too. So, well, I don't want to walk all the way from across the street. Meaning, and this is like a residential street that is 40 feet wide. So I feel like I, at the next one of those I go yeah. to, you need to let me know so I can yeah, get yeah. there before she... Because what time does she get there? If it's Let's say it's at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Is she there at like 3, uh, 2? Is my mom cooking for the event? <sighs> sure, whatever. <laughs> if, she's, if she's cooking, Gail will be there early. To help cook. Yes. Exactly. Like by a couple hours. So if yes. she's not cooking, yes. then she'll be there right on time. Just about, yeah. Or Within five it. minutes plus minus, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's so. pretty punctual. So We'll, we'll figure this out. <laughs> uh, Bobani said elderly lesbian. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say yes. But, yeah. but I'll say yes. <laughs> um, she has had some gay stuff in yes. the past. Uh, she... No, so that's how you do it, is coin from her from another, another Mammoth Mountain trip where she... She was sledding about halfway up from wh- how far we were sledding. Not even halfway. She was yeah. sledding about, I don't know, she walked up like 70 feet. And this is your <laughs> guys' a, own little trail, sh- yeah, right? Up a like shallow a little hill little, yeah. and off the side of the road. And she fucking set herself up, took about two minutes to actually sit down, <laughs> sit yeah. on the sled, get herself set, and go. And as she kind of just putzed and vibrated down the hill, very kind of mid-speed, whatever. It wasn't that steep. She just gets to the bottom, and as her sled came to rest, <laughs> she, to herself, kind of like had a little like shoulder like shrug and went, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> as if she had shredded the gnarliest snowboard run yeah. or skiing run of her entire life yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Not just landed, on, you not, know, the sickest pipe run. <laughs> right. Not sat on a boogie board style sled. <laughs> <laughs> and went probably like... Six miles an hour yes. <laughs> down some sl- It was some like snow. some Camp Snoopy, like Knott's Berry from Camp Snoopy yeah, style yeah. sledding shit. Yeah. But um, but anyway, it was yeah. the fact that any of us, none of us are proud of a sled run because we're just fucking doing a sled. Right, we're just right. sitting on it. Unless like you're like sledding. spazzing out on a tube and going real fast. Right. Clark Griswold with, right. you know, the non or the. Right. Uh, Oh yeah, the synthetic um, like the, uh, the lubricant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. Oh, it was the cereal lubricant that make that keeps it was crunchy, that the casing, right? Because it makes that cake that perfect casing or the non-porous yeah, uh, cereal 
crunch enhancer. <laughs> right, because I know that's what he's working on, but I didn't know if the yeah. spray was something else from his company or not. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah he was he was testing it on that thing. Right. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, sledding doesn't take skill. Like it's not like snowboarding or skiing or yeah. whatever. Like it just <laughs> somewhat sitting on a path. You're sitting on a thing and just, and yeah. just letting gravity do its job. So, yeah. uh, but that's where that is how you do it, and that's how you do it. Productions came from. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Christmas was fine. Uh, I'm glad. I'm not glad it's over, but I am. Like, it's always at the. It's, I'm like, I look forward to it so much. So, so, so much. much. Uh, but then it's such a long. And it's a nice problem because I have, like, you know, multiple families, things to go to, which is a nice yeah, problem to yeah. have. But at the end of the day, I'm like, so fucking exhausted, you know. But yeah. um, now there's only, what, 360 days till next Christmas. I exactly. Think, so. Get those sweet biscuits. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which were cold. Uh, yeah, we oh got boy. there. The gravy was good though. They do have a very good sausage right, gravy right. at Schooner or later. There you so, go. <laughs> um, Free plug. <laughs> she tells the Gail tell is in charge of those biscuits and gravy. Yes. And tells the story every year. Like my family doesn't usually go with her most of the time, but she acts like she's got something special figured out. Mm. She goes, she goes. So they're closed on Christmas morning. Okay, of course, because they're a restaurant, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I go there on Christmas Eve. I go there in the morning on Christmas Eve before I come over here and start cooking all day. Yeah. And every year... Does she actually cook? She does, yeah. Every year, one of the gals there is always like, wait, you want to take these to go? And she's, and she's yeah, like... Yeah, I sit down, I get a like, whole plate, <laughs> make them serve me, then I instantly get a box to go. <laughs> I'm too full. And of course, I eat a few healthies, yeah, too. exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, she, go, she goes, oh, you see, I got a whole system here. You guys aren't open on Christmas Day. So I come here the day before when you are open, and I have you guys put them in a to-go be- to thing, and then I put them in Tupperware, and I save them until tomorrow, and we have them Christmas morning. And they're always like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, that's not really a secret plan. Yeah. That's just storing food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what the good Lord intended with all of this plastic Tupperware. <laughs> she, she acts like she figured out a system yeah. or something. Like, okay. uh, you know, you could just buy the gravy and bake the biscuits. It's probably better. <laughs> we'll give you some flour. I mean, or whatever honestly, mix it is. Honestly, it is. It is better when it's done like that. Like these, these biscuits are fine. The gravy's yeah. like good, but it's nothing special. It's just right, sausage right. gravy yeah. and normal biscuits that Very are now much. very dry from being in a fridge oh, yeah. all night. Everyone so. knows Dale biscuits. That's the yes. secret. Yeah. That's how you really get them. Yes. <laughs> when they really soak up that gravé. I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we have any reaching for the stars. This I've been episode. checking. I didn't. I haven't seen anything. So. But uh, but we do encourage you, the little probers and probets out there, to go onto uh, Apple Podcasts, especially where we need the most help with our reviews. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but we just like that. It's the most high profile one. Yes. So Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Store, which still doesn't fucking do reviews, um, or any of your favorite podcast services, or our social channels uh, where you can leave five stars for us. Review us in the comments of that five-star rating, and we'll give you a shout-out and read that review on the air. So please help us reach for the stars with our star ratings. Um, other than that, oh, I'm a uh, quick side note. I'm listening to, uh, as much as I like, don't want to like it, not in a mean way, mm-hmm. I, I keep listening to the Somewhere in the Skies podcast. Oh, but yeah. I, but I, I almost, enjoy it. But I almost never finish an episode, Oh, I which, listen is, to which is very rare for me. Yeah. Like I'm usually very much, if I start it, i got to finish something, mm-hmm. but... Um, but uh, it's like half and half. But yeah. I'm listening to the one where he was interviewed. It's two weeks oh, ago's where he's episode. Like, he's like, so we're going to do a thing where we <laughs> trade off, and it's yes. a nice little yeah. treat. And I, and I was dying because as I was turning on the light to turn into your housing tract here, mm-hmm. it was the fucking commercial for, hey, guys, 
I just want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, I'm getting yeah, better yeah. at his impression. It's very say, weird. Yeah, yeah, that's way my better than last week's podcast. Yeah. He has this weird, like little consonant stopping over... thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, again, he seems very nice. Yes. He followed us. Yeah, enjoy yeah. show. Not trying. We to make fun of people yeah. that we love. Exactly. So, obviously, as this yeah, show should show. But uh, come on, we have multiple photos. Yeah. <laughs> we brought his literature. Yes. <laughs> Starstruck as fuck. So, yes. uh, but no, like, yeah, it's all about him uh, being like a playwright and all that stuff. Yeah, but it, yeah. he he says, and he sounds sincere that like because I I haven't heard of any, but he's trying to be like the first playwright that brings UFOs and paranormal subjects into plays. Like, and I was like real oh. plays. Yeah. Right, and I was like, oh, that's cool. At least at least there's like some uh, some genre plays right, that right. aren't just fucking david mamet and you right, know right. spider-man on you too on right, ice right. or whatever the fuck it is aladdin know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why this because it is just a musical yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah but it's it's uh yeah. it's weird it took about it took me about two years to start you had you had been dabbling for a while in other podcasts and other content yeah, other, in our world. Uh, sci-fi based. But it is weird stuff. where it's like I'm only now like making the time to listen get to into those, it. Yeah. But I'm like, Well, you oh. listen to a lot of podcasts because I do yeah. Pad- Howard's podcast. Yeah. I listen to podcasts really just about maxi pads. Exactly. I'm a big anti-tampon guy. Well, so. you know, you got to do all natural cotton, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pup kiss. Because <laughs> uh, I listen to Howard Stern, then my yeah. pup kiss yes. uh, <laughs> when he's done. Yes. So. Yeah, I, I, and I kind of burn out on stuff a little easier, yeah, yeah. too. So I tend to cycle for more shows. Exactly. kind of move on to the next. Um, which I did listen to Two High and Mighties recently, which oh, was nice. pretty funny. The which Vegas ones? one. And With then Adam like, Pally, yeah. And then the... the Where he uh, won $19,000 on that jackpot. Or on that, was it 19 or 9? 19. Oh, I thought it was like 10,000. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, And then... Yeah, the like do's and don'ts at the gym or whatever. Yes, with the Action Boys guys. Yes, yes, that was good. (laughs) That was like a free Action Boys episode. Yes, yes. Uh, I just listened to the Lethal Weapon 2 Action Boys today. Oh, there you go. Good boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With Lauren Larkas as a guest. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobani says he blames himself for no reaching for the stars. Come on, you got to keep that cast box content going. Um, yeah, anyways. we appreciate it, yes. but we would like other people to do it as well. Yeah. Um, now for all those of you who skipped ahead 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> Time to dig in. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode was very strange. It was a very political episode. Yeah. And Giorgio it, getting worked up about things, which yes. I mean, he should be. I mean, these, what the, they talk about it, people right. doing is crazy. I mean, it, it is an interesting, it is a, a very, it is an important subject in the world of ancient astronaut theory. Because it's an important subject in the world of archaeology right. and, and culture in general. Yeah. So uh, the whole episode is really about how the Middle East, for the most part, the Middle East, I mean, they taught, they balance it out and try not to be exclusive to the Middle East, but the Middle East where, you know, as far as we think we know, all of our modern culture was born. Right. Uh, but we all know that's not really true anymore because yeah. shit just keeps getting older, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he just, Graham Hancock just posted a post about how his mother died in november and he like wrote a whole blog about it or something yeah but um but anyway yeah this is all about how especially in in the in the aughts in the 2000s and and later uh 2000 and later oh yeah um a lot of antiquities have been destroyed by isis the taliban like lots of other groups i mean and also they go into like the fucking uh, drug cartels in Guatemala and Honduras yeah. and shit like that. And this has been something people have done forever, right? Like right. the Egyptian pharaohs, oh, strip these all these exactly. artifacts and blow this shit up because 
fuck this guy. It's now my right. turn. It did. It was and funny Christians, though. Christians like during the Crusades, right. yeah. also went and said fuck all this pagan stuff yeah. and blew it all up. I so. just found that was funny that it took them about fifteen to twenty minutes of talking yeah. about the Middle East before they go. And destruction like this hasn't been seen since the Christians destroyed Roman and Greek right, artifacts right. back in whenever. I'm like, okay, finally you balance yeah, this yeah. out. But, but was... I think it was more because it's happening now, so exactly. maybe it's something we can try and stop or whatever. But right. they bring this up in uh, American Gods as well, because yes. the one girl is uh, like the god of like sex or obsession or yes. whatever, and then like it shows the Middle East like blowing up her temple, and that's when she right. like gets all distraught and right, right, loses right. power or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it, it's weird because it's a <laughs> the the theory in this episode is, or what they're positing is, apparently they don't ever say this; they just say aliens. But yeah. the, I would assume they mean the bad aliens, of which we recently talked about in the Alien Wars and a few other episodes before. Yeah. They're the ones trying to make humans violent and control. The flow of inf- of ancient information or their own ancient technology that they left here for yeah. some reason, like where 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 I was like, if they didn't want people to find it, they wouldn't. They just wouldn't have buried it right. under a giant tomb. Like yeah. why why would they leave it there to then manipulate an entire race for four thousand years to fight over it and right. or fight on top of it and then ha- and and have then be lost put time in and- create viruses that put. Um, uh, light sensitive neurons into someone's genes so that they can flash some lights and make you violent like mice. You yeah, know, like, I mean that when that <laughs> zipper comes name, down, violent like mice. <laughs> let's, well, they're part of the biker mice from Mars, and yes. we all know they wore those tough genes, right. which did flash and have lights biker on it. Mice. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> and now they, you know, do you have any of those toys? Uh, I have some Mexican bootleg ones, which are even better than <laughs> the original. It. Got it. Uh, now the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. That's a whole nother oh, story. Oh yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, I didn't like that. that show, but I watched it. Yeah, I loved some of that stuff. I don't know if I, I had didn't the like toys, it, but I no. watched. It. Yeah, and now <laughs> some some proto ancient alien stuff too is you know dinosaurs and Cadillacs. So exactly, yes. you, know, you got to watch out for those. <laughs> I think that's what it was called, right? Yes, Dinos- dinosaurs and Cadillacs. It's very weird. <laughs> um, then Denver, the last dinosaur, the rock and roll oh, dinosaur yes, too. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it is it's a weird episode because. They're really just like, and we've said this a lot, we've said this over and over, but they really are saying the same phrase over and over in this episode. They say the word deliberately like 49 times. Are we deliberately being shadowed by this to not see what's right under our feet and deliberately being manipulated? I'm just like, it was just, I don't know. It got, it got old very quick. This could have been, this could have been one or two segments in the Alien Wars episode or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, just odd. It, se- it seems like a... To go fully this deep. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, like, it could have just been called, like, the destruction of antiquities or something, not the forbidden zones. Right, like, right, right. Because it really isn't about forbidden areas, or rarely was about exactly. forbidden areas. Yeah. It's just about priceless historical artifacts that certain cultural splinter groups decide to destroy for religious or... Right. Or fight over, at war least. Yeah. Warfare reasons, right, you know, right, right. so... Um, yeah, I went to the warfare this this uh, weekend. I bought some horse armor. I bought some sabers. Uh, oh, nice. Some muskets and stuff. I bought yeah. some ray guns, you mm. know, because war is, you know, forever and eternal. Yeah. And I mean, Ray was a nice salesman, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, he had to give up his guns, <laughs> right. so I took them. They're just normal guns, but he yeah. call, he classifies them as ray guns to get past, uh, you know, the, the commie crats, you know, yeah. uh, in power to... 
to take our guns away from he us. He just you know? wants to be able to fly like an eagle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, as long as you just go, wee wee when you shoot your gun and kill some you know, black child on the street for walking with a hoodie, it's yeah. fine. It's legal. You're within your... Stop and frisk rights and yeah. your uh, self-defense rights. Exactly. And, and your, um, what's that thing? Um, uh, what, is, what was that fucking law where they were like, um, it was like street self-defense or something like that where you were allowed to, it's not concealed carry. I just heard it today. I forgot about it anyway. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Joke Okay. Uh, but uh, speaking of jokes, we go back to Iraq. No, just kidding. <laughs> we go to Iraq in 1300 BC and the ancient city of Nimud. And so they, they really start off the episode with, Showing off this cool city of Nimud. It's got um, Anunnaki carvings all over it. Mm-hmm, uh, kind of, It's like one of these cultural centers of the old Babylon. And they're showing all this footage of ISIS members just fucking it up. Like, yeah, yeah. They got fucking... It, it was weird because sometimes they are using power tools, but then in the next scene, that same thing will just be being ripped apart by sledgehammers. Yeah, and it's like, well, why did you try to like disconnect the block? Why didn't you just beat it with a sledgehammer first? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But, um, they have a system. Okay. I was going to say, like, they must have some this system. Is their secrets. Yeah. They have made many <laughs> tunnels in this material before. They know how to build them. They know how to destroy them, That's I guess. That's how you do it. Uh, and we get our, our first suk alert here. And he says, uh, it is absolutely barbaric. I mean, Conan levels. No, he doesn't say that. But he says, it's absolutely barbaric what's going on in the Middle East with some factions going deliberately to ancient sites and just eradicating our cultural, cultural heritage. Um, and again, this is... He has like five sukh alerts that are exactly yeah, that yeah, over yeah. and over again. Um, they go into how the Middle East is known as the cradle of civilization, uh, as Graham Hancock disagreed with earlier, as we yes. all know. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, but all but like as 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 the main the lamestream archaeologists will tell us, all the the our basic modern concepts come from Middle Eastern cities, like yeah. the city and sewage and this and like all and that kind of the shit. The city, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bo Bandy called it out. Uh, he is correct. The forbidden zone equals uh, schools. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Especially for us. Yeah. Um, In my lovely van. So many bathing suit areas. Um, oh, they also make a point to say this destruction is primarily for religious purposes. And right. and you can also say, hey, it's religion as a tool for a cultural war, for a political regime. But religion is at the center of it. I mean, it is crazy that... be that in general. Because it is... Because it is kind of the oldest part of the world, um, the the three big religions, you know, Christianity, Judaism, and oh. Islam, are constantly disagreeing with each other. Yeah. Usually, Islam with the other two. But um, this is why we have all these issues in yeah. Israel and, and Jerusalem. All rooted and, in the same book. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't realize until this episode they're talking about Temple Mount later on, and it's like, God, this fucking place is used for every. Um, like major fucking occurrence in all three of these religions. It's this yeah. spot right here. Well, because that's the Old Testament is Jewish. Then you go to New Testament, which is Christianity. Then the next book is hey, Muslim. Steve, it's a Stargate. Okay, okay. it's a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my tan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got this medallion, uh, <laughs> and you can open this book into all sorts of pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the book in the portal. Or the, the Bible you or the book. Oh. And it will bring you all kinds of <laughs> all pleasure. Sorts of pleasure. <laughs> it's a portal to Pleasure Town. <laughs> um the they make a point too, which I don't know if it's really accurate. Uh just like how like UFO sightings declined after the nineties. They said that all the shit has escalated since the nineties. Mm-hmm. But then they immediately kind of negate that. I mean, not that that may not be true, but escalate isn't from like never being big to now being big. 
they, the next the next like four people they have on are going, oh, this has been happening forever. Like this, this always happens in every time there's a war. This happens with this country mm-hmm. going to this country. Whoever conquers it goes and does this right. and blah blah blah. Which maybe it's um, just more documented now. And that that's what I'm right. thinking, right? So, um, but and this is where they finally mention that yeah, and the Christians destroyed a bunch of old Roman shit when they right. when Constantine converted. So, uh, it is sad though because over seven hundred thousand artifacts and two hundred total sites yeah. have been destroyed just this century alone, the twenty first right. century. So, uh, we get Nick Pope on here, and he says. The Middle East seems to be in a permanent state of instability. Is it being deliberately, there it is again, kept that way? Maybe to prevent us from discovering something? Um, and that's kind of the, that's the conspiracy theorist part of this is like, but it's it's weird because they don't show any examples in this entire episode of something we haven't discovered that's been destroyed. It's all stuff that's like a museum already. Yeah, yeah. Or an archaeological dig site, and then they go destroy right. it. So, I don't know. Joey, do you want any Hawaiian food? <laughs> Fat Matt is no. on his way. Uh, He's going to bring me a couple of Spam Masubi. I'm okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but uh, I was like, is Nick Pope asking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe. He looked at me in the, yeah. through the screen, and <laughs> it got hard. <laughs> I love this island of Hawaii. And I can't wait to wear my flip-flops there again. I'll see you at contact. Yes. <laughs> and he blows a kiss. <laughs> well, if you play your cards right, you'll <laughs> you'll go into that lobby, and in the yes. corner on one of those couches, you'll only see my head coming up from the crotch of a beautiful middle-aged woman from California, her yes. leathered pussy lips, <laughs> bathing my face in her cunny juice. <laughs> and I'll give you the and thumbs up. And I'm like, up. wait, is this my fantasy about <laughs> Nick this, Pope? Yeah. <laughs> Am I like having a cuck fantasy where... <laughs> You play your cards right, right, we'll be in the hunt up together, and it'll be steamy as shit. If you play your cards right, <laughs> you can catch me yeah. eating pussy. You can catch <laughs> a me doing girl. a sexual act in a semi-public environment with some random woman you don't even know <laughs> at a very Ugh. large event. Yeah, Linda Moulton, how did this happen? Huh? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so Sooks is specifically bummed, and I get it, it just kind of made me chuckle, where it's like, he's very bummed that, not, he's like, not only is this archaeological artifacts being destroyed, these are pieces of the puzzle of ancient astronaut theory being destroyed. I'm like, I get it, I totally get it, but it was just, it's like, it seems like very small potatoes yeah. <laughs> compared to uh, the, the actual... super-sized fry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I'll take the small potatoes Excuse instead. Me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, they don't really matter, sir. Yeah. I know, but I still care about them. I appreciate them. the <laughs> length of the fry just being a little shorter. Yes. <laughs> um, this is where they, they try not to call out the Middle East exclusively the whole episode. They mention Honduras, Southeast Asia, as other very dangerous places where it's hard to get into archaeological sites, which I feel right. like... Isn't that what Indiana Jones was all about? <laughs> it's like it's sneaking not, into places. It's not easy being <laughs> yeah. cheesy and exactly. getting into those archaeological sites with yeah. Cheetos, because um, you get cheese dust all over that yeah, stuff. Yeah, your fingerprints are fucked. Yes, um, but uh, oh, we get uh, so they go. Why are these places so scary and forbidden? Mm-hmm. And we get a Von Daniken viewpoint, and he says, <laughs> "It's kind of dumb." <laughs> he says, <laughs> "They've already said this." He goes, "He goes. It might be that." Uh, such places thousands of years ago have hidden something important. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, they're Is archaeological the dig sites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think and forgotten. Right. I mean, they're they're dancing around shit, and like Wilcock later almost says it, where they're like, could basically saying, could these places be, you know, the uh, Akashic record at the base of the Sphinxes? But he doesn't yeah. say that any of the specifics. They dance around. I'm like, why isn't the last segment all about? 
the potential things that are under there. Like one of them should have been like the city of Atlantis, the Akashic yeah. record and the remnants of the library of exile. Alex- I don't know, whatever, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all these mysterious things that supposedly exist, but nobody's found yet, but yeah. they don't really, they really just talk about how much it sucks that these things are being destroyed for mm-hmm. cultural, which is fine, but um, they don't do a lot of, they don't try to go to one of these places. They don't, um, they don't really do a good job of saying like, oh, 30 people have died in the last five years alone trying to dig in this yeah. place or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. They don't make it sound scary. They just make all these – they're just talking about archaeological shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so basically aliens are orchestrating the prevention of human exploration of these places. That's how yes. the first segment ends. So we go back to um, the Arab Spring uprising in Egypt, oh 2011. He this was what who was there. This was what uh, – my wife's friend Gigi Ibrahim was on the cover of Time Magazine. Oh, so uh, she and, was on the cover. Yes, and oh, if wow. we like, she in was a group shot or something. She was one of the key figures that was doing mm-hmm. the trying to get uh, Mubarak out of power. I think. Forgive me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but uh, I think she was on that side. But because uh, he's I a dictator, see them in the chat, so yes, <laughs> trying to overthrow the dictator. But um, she also uh, might be our chaperone if we go to Egypt uh, yes. for our next vacation. But. Um, we get uh, uh, a little medallion man explaining what went on <laughs> in the Arab Spring uprising, which is very weird because medallion man here says during the Arab Spring, uh, during the Arab, during I've oh my god, <laughs> it's a portal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, during the Arab Spring, insiders told me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, inside the portal. Do you have pleasure. political correspondence in? Egypt or something? I don't know. Well, I mean, he's got the big Egyptian <laughs> medallion. You got to earn that scarab, okay? okay? <laughs> so I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. He's been there. He's got the golden scarab. I've had clearance. Um, yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? I mean, do you just have like archaeologist friends that are over there? I, I yeah, know. I'd assume he's friends with some Egypt. We got I think I think he's who we have. To, William Henry is who we got to deep dive in on next and see if there's something. Oh yeah, some content because he's like a mystery to me. Like I have no clue if he's just somebody's dad that they let on the show a lot, yeah. Yeah, a or David if, Hasselhoff <laughs> impersonator <laughs> <laughs> on the side in Venice Beach. <laughs> yeah, I run around yeah. and I've got the big red thing. <laughs> he is like one step away from yeah. that. Um, but uh, what was he doing at Alien County? He's he like, was oh, getting get coffee, coffee for yeah. everyone. I think he was buying it. He was like, yes. left his own booth to go yes. get his coffee, yeah, yeah. so no one was at his booth. And he asked Childers if he wanted some, or bar uh, or something. Bar, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, going to these events is insane <laughs> because, like, I think everyone just puts someone who's on TV on a pedestal. Yeah. And you think they have, like, shit tons of money and, like, right. a big crew and all these things, yeah. and, you know, everything's taken care of. And it's like, right. you go to these shows, like, David Childress is managing four tables right. worth of a booth <laughs> of his own of shit. his own books that yes. he brought, unpacked. Yes. Him and his wife are right. are flipping them. That he's packing Even Sukolos, <laughs> who probably is the most well off of all yeah, these, yeah. him and his wife hawking their Selling own shit jewelry. and then pack it up in whatever fucking car and leave. Right. Alien Con, same thing. And that's why Childress is like, I like Alien Con because I get treated right. like a celebrity. Yes, like they're like carting him around. But again, still yeah. at his own booth. Mm-hmm. Maybe one other person. Yeah. What's his face he, medallion, man? They're basically like Own the booth by himself. Yeah. They're like the ranging from the indie to the lower middling comic book artists at Comic Con, right? They're not fucking your Todd McFarlands or your Stan Lee's right, or people right. like that. They're like the in, they're basically on the artist alley, you know, yeah, kind of people yeah, where yeah. they'll get help from the staff, but it's like, oh, where's this outlet? I need to plug in my laptop right, or right, something. Right. Not, oh, here, let me form oh, a line for you and give exactly. you security and all that right, shit right, too. Right. So uh, um, Bobani's saying we need a better name for Von Daniken. 
and oh, oh. he's saying he wants him to be maybe the Swiss dime piece. <laughs> Swiss time piece? No, dime. Oh, okay. Like a dime piece. Like or a, a perfect 10, like a I hot chick. Oh, I see. It also, Von Daddykin would probably be the oh, best because he go. is the father yeah, of yeah, ancient national theory. Right so. on the spot. Yes. And I don't have to change viewpoint. Von Daddykin viewpoint. Boo point. <laughs> uh, <boo> po- <laughs> All I do is boo. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Medallion Man says here again, uh, during the Arab Spring, uh, insiders told me, that looters accompanied by armored vehicles and armed men spent three days digging in the sands outside of Cairo and went off with something in tow. What exactly it was, nobody knows. So saying that there was like organized in tow, looting. You never know. <laughs> um, I mean, that is kind of creepy where it's like looters are one thing. Looters that have hired mercenaries or something. Ooh, a little footsie under there. You got them flops uh, on. Toe to toe. Toe. <laughs> you got those uh, what's-his-face flops on. Uh the man who talks like why did I'm terrible? Why did Nick I just Pope? Like a, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pope Pope slaps. I was, I was gonna say Pope flows. Pope flojos. <laughs> Pope flows. That could be his little thing oh, though, right? Go. Pope floats. Because Hope floats is that movie, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure all the things we like say a... are rhymy enough yes. that someone else has come up with them. In Hope floats version. is. Um, oh yeah, it's a uh, Harry Connick Jr. Sandra Bullock vehicle <laughs> oh, uh, from 1998. It's like ah. a country love romance movie. From- <laughs> uh, that's an offensive word, Joe. Okay, we don't country? call people. Country. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the loveliest tree in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it is weird that these looters are so organized. But I mean, the well, looters are also like a political party and like a little army themselves, right? You know? And and these might not be. Yeah, part of the main thing. They're like, oh, just like in uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yes. Come on, we're stealing everything. Right. There's not a cop around here. And then he's like, oh, shit, that's right. Yes. So there's a planned, <laughs> yes. you know, diversion. Right. Where they can then take advantage and go in strategically and really do it sad. Exactly. I'm surprised there's maybe Yeah, because no... they diverted him to the stadium when they weren't in the stadium or vice well, versa or something. They they blew up a thing near the bank. Oh, that's right. So yeah, everyone yeah. was over there thinking it was a yes. terrorist and they are going to blow up the rest of the city when right. it was actually just to get in the bank yeah. and all the stuff. Simple Simon met a pieman while he was going to the square. Man. That's Sam Jackson. And then I stopped. Man, come I, on, man. I stopped that's instantly. Boom, that's I'm dang like, old Boomhauer yeah. from King of the Hill. I'm like, I don't have it in me. I'm stopping right now. <laughs> Samuel S. Jackson. Yes. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, they Which do have a cosplaying as Bruce Willis from that movie is very <laughs> yeah, frowned with a, upon. With his sandwich board. <laughs> yeah, at Comic Con. Yes. Uh, did it once. People were not psyched. Yes. <laughs> a few of them were. You're yeah, still in well, touch with them. Kind but... of the wrong. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, they do have some actual archaeologists on this episode, at least. Um, it is funny, though, because any of the actual archaeologists they have, beca- by default, by default of the fact they're doing this show, they're also kind of porn archae. They're all weirdo archaeologists. Yeah, they're yeah. all medallion man level archaeologists, right, right, right. you know. They're a little quirky. I mean, to be fair to the Mayan guy with the like liver lips, no chin Mayan expert mm-hmm, guy, mm-hmm. he actually seems pretty normal. Um, but at the same time, I think he does go to the conventions and stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's not circuit. as normal yeah, as, yeah. as we think. Um, but uh it is crazy that I mean Rami uh Romani has said this before too, that um you know, I think that less than one percent of ancient Egypt has been discovered. You know, so yeah. it's they say that on this episode too, and that is crazy. Drain the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Get a big oh, yeah. swiffer sweep. George Norrie says that yeah, later. He's yeah. like, if they just blew all the sand away, I think there'd yeah. be some crazy shit down there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what the whole episode's Great about. Job. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. The last uh oh, this is where 
they just have a factual set of statements where I'm like, oh, that actually does make sense and educated me on something because I kind of knew overall that Egypt had been at war with like a billion different cultures. But like in less than a thousand years, nine different cultures nine times tried to conquer Egypt and some succeeded. Yeah. And every one of them destroyed Egypt's old shit and then the previous other culture that had been taking over Egypt too. So this constant blender of their culture so it's yeah. it's amazing there's a, a, like well, what's like what's left is still there yeah too yeah and that's what it's <laughs> like uh in europe again with all these people like oh cultural appropriation all this stuff i'm like right. when we went to all these places that were like a thousand years old i'm yeah. like everything all, all of our society is nothing but cultural exactly. appropriation. like oh the moors came in and did this and then this other group and right. now they they took this style of armor and this right. style of food and now it's blended and like right that's why in Prague it was like the blending of all these cultures. Exactly. It's like yeah. back then it wasn't cultural appropriation. Now it's just your culture. Right. <laughs> and then now you move to the Americas and exactly. all these other things. So it's like that's that, just what history and culture is, well, is and, borrowing from other things yeah. and then making it your yeah, own. Yeah, humans, it's all something we're taught to do since childhood, which is, hey, learn from each other. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just fight with each other. Learn from each other. Right. And yes, you can argue that like uh, colonialism is – Killing a bunch of people, then taking their shit forcefully and destroying their history well, and forcing and whatever. your stuff on them. Right. Yeah. Um, but still, at its core, it's because we are all wired to learn from each other because yeah. we can all survive better if we learn right. from each yeah, other. They colonized the new world by right. blending everything that the Native Americans had and the Europeans. Right. Not so, everything. And not like in the best way. Not everyone came out right. on top. But, <laughs> like you were saying uh, the, with the, the pagan symbolism of Christmas yeah. with only the very small core of the Christian story of the birth of Christ. Right, in there. right, so, right. Um, but, uh, oh, here's where he says, he goes, uh, uh, Norig says, uh, I think if you could blow all the sand away in Egypt, you'd find some incredible relics. And I also think that there's extraterrestrial artifacts hidden in that yeah. region as well. I'm oh, like, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Use my mustache and I'll be like that dog in Alice in Wonderland and just go and go to town and just wipe it all away. <laughs> At first, I couldn't stop thinking of Nick Pope going to town on some <laughs> middle-aged desert woman, but then I then As it melded into the <laughs> the yeah. broom the broom mustache yeah. uh, dog <laughs> that because that's towards the end when like yeah, everything's she's, like, crazy lost and, and the yeah. path and then the dog goes around her because he's sweeping up the yes, path exactly. and his tail takes the rest because she's it. alone and she's trying to get out. And yeah, all that it's stuff. all yeah. dark. Um, we go to uh, uh, the tomb of Osiris. So nice. we've been here many times before. It's in an area called Abydos um, and. Uh, they spend two minutes on how Osiris was an alien, just like all gods are aliens because yeah. it came from, you know, the Pleiades and all that stuff. Um, but they tell the story of uh, – it, it It led to something interesting. The only cool thing in this entire episode was this story to me, which is 13th century B.C., the pharaoh Seti III, or second, I think, was building his tomb in this spot. And they were digging and digging to build the foundations and basement levels and stuff, and – he had a dream or some experience where Osiris came to him and said, hey, if you keep digging at this spot behind your temple where you're going to build it, you will find my head, like the tomb where my head was brought yeah. or something. And then the leathered woman of the desert from which she <laughs> is keeled over from pleasure where my head lies. <laughs> Osiris, played by Nicholas yeah. Pope. Uh, Osiris' head, to head played by Nicholas yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to blend the world of the defense ministry yeah. knowledge I've gained with my creative output. I mean, you and sh- erotic. <laughs> we show my face. Imagine what we don't tell you or show you. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, when you only see my lips smearing in and out of that 
desert woman's dry labia, but below, I have I have jelked at least thirteen loads onto the leather couch in the Renaissance Hotel in Pam Desert. I was thinking of Renee in Renee's couch, the Renaissance. Which I flew in <laughs> from Orange County <laughs> specifically for this sexual act. Yes. The Range County. Why are we just abbreviating La Range County. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, that's like if we were starring in a black exploitation film in the 70s and yeah. I'm from La Range County. Yeah. Oh, Orange County? No, bitch. La Range County. My own town. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, point being. This is an example of what was a myth ended up actually being exactly true. So, I mean, plus the Egyptians were good record keepers. So, uh, because this temple of Osiris or the tomb of Osiris was found in that exact spot in the 1970s or something. So, to me, I was like, oh, that's at least a piece of knowledge, a piece of factual information that is cool and does technically go in the towards the positive of ancient astronaut theorists' arguments is like, hey, we got to look at these myths and and not just throw them all away as myths. Let's right, right. let's see if there's some you know constants and patterns and similarities yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, but, 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 they talk about this is where Medallion Man again two steps forward one point nine eight steps back. Yeah, he goes clearly. You see the the head or the tower of Osiris depicted in the tomb, and it's clearly technological in nature. I'm like, yeah. it looks like a stone tower a stone. with a blue penis head on top, right. and I'm like, how is this clearly technological in nature? I don't well, understand. Well, I could show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been blue-heading myself all exactly. day. <laughs> well, because, yeah, so many of these ruins are like even like the Greek art. I thought you were going to go right into like <laughs> Nick Pope dickhead gelding yeah. himself for all these gross things. No, just sitting down and just, you know, really sucking it all in. And, you know, you just do see him do these mouth exercises yes. that are just insane as he is just flopping his little sandal feet. Loving labia, lick. Loving labia, yeah. lick. Lazarus, Lazarus, lick. Labia, well, Lazarus. And he, he has on his Patreon the sandal flop videos. <laughs> uh, where, you know, and that's just what he's showing you. Yes. Not only not. He's transitioning uh, to from Patreon to OnlyFans, though, yeah, so he can yeah, get that yeah. daily cash. Exactly. You know? Just loop it up. Uh, Sorry, you but, were actually yeah, making no. a, an actual But how many point? of these artifacts were, like, painted and, like, had yes. gilded gold and, like, yes. all these things that have now, over time, just lost it, so all right. the details. So now you're just seeing, imagine going to a ceramic factory and you just see a bowl when it's like, oh, maybe there's a whole scene on there or right, a sculpture right. That when painted comes to life in a completely different way exactly. that you have no idea right. what even would have been there, but you just see right. a weird sculpture like, oh, that head's all fucked up. That must have been their skull, and it's right. like, well, no, that's must a be an astronaut helmet. Or, or, yeah. yeah, helm like a uh, helmet <laughs> <laughs> or a helmet, helmet. yeah, <laughs> uh, hat or whatever. Yeah. Um. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so they. Th- so this is where I ask, why would they hide this? If aliens were putting technology in the ground, why would they hide it? Why would they? need to store it somewhere why would they be worried about someone finding it if they didn't want humans to find it they would have destroyed it or destroyed it or (laughs) taken it back themselves oh here's matt with that matt Matt masubi here yes oh brother (laughs) glad you get the pork um but uh anyway uh it's one of those points like we made last time where it's like hey why are alien ships crashing if they're so technically technologically advanced why are they why do they see humans as a threat at all right when they can get here from another star 
and do anything they fucking want to our entire planet at right. a planet level. And if we were seeded, do they think we're going to supersede them? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, don't want their loads getting bigger oh, than ours. God. It's like those... I'll tell you it's too late for that yes. after I've been joking for 13 hours. Okay. <laughs> Your wife, my stepmother, is going to love this and tell me how much better I am at Poor it than wife. you. <laughs> my stepmother. <laughs> so he's talking to his dad. Yeah. Your fucking well, wife. <laughs> <laughs> As aliens, hey, these are dad. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah, Galactic, Galactic Daddy. Daddy. Oh, you're going to munch that Masubi mm. on the air, huh? Much like a, 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 tr- a mildly attractive desert woman <laughs> from Palm Springs. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, God. I mean, it is true because that seaweed wrap is kind of moist but dry at the same time. It's kind of leathery. You know, in a way, it's got the a leathery snap. Bit. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'll save that for after the show. But well-preserved as well. Exactly. Like a Like a middle-aged desert woman's tit. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> we then go to Lhasa, uh, Tibet. I think it's the same, and I'm actually, it's dumb, but it's spelled the same as like a Lhasa Apso, like the, the breed of dog. Oh. Uh, L-H-A-S-A. Um, and when this was ruled by communist China for a few decades, it was a perfect example of like a more modern... Uh, modern, I guess, in the 60s, but or 59, I think it said, where they the the communists went in, destroyed a lot of the fucking tapestries and artwork and scrolls and all that shit. Fuck this place up. This is like the this is like the fucking um, not progenitor, but like the the example they use in for like Shangri La or for like um, Kun Lun from the Iron Fist yeah. show and comics, right? It's a exactly. super secluded Tibetan monk stronghold yeah. temple, whatever. What? Well, but when he <laughs> said, if if I gave you and my roommate Matthew over there mm-hmm. guitars, they could be Tenacious D. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> stupid. <laughs> uh, that is kind of true. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just shave Joe's head. <laughs> exactly. Which I guess you look like Jack White and Jack Black combined. There we go. In a weird way. Because um, you're lankier like Jack White, but scruffier like Jack Black. Yeah. Both have long brown hair. Right. Um, both, both have sisters they want to fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Well. Because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there rumors about that, that he and his sister would that fuck or Jack something like White that? Jack White. Because they were... No, the, the Jack White together? fucked Bl- Jack Black's sister. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> white means black. Black yes. means white. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes. Uh, verified true by Nick Pope. Um, Jonathan Young from the Joseph Campbell archives. Of Kung uh, Yes. <laughs> Kung uh, More like Kunt Lan, hey? Oh, when contact's happening. Um, Very long. <laughs> it's almost sad because it's like... I'm I'm almost making in my head I'm retroactively making the source of this story about Nick Pope going to town is because some chick nicely turned him down this past year and said, "Hey, maybe next year, baby." Like, yeah. you know, like when and he came on to her up. and he was just like took Which that we ha- seriously. Which that didn't happen. No, this is not. also a fantasy because we did see him there and he was on the prowl like this walking like he was going to yes. go like try and hook up with a girl, like Graham Hancock on on Joe Rogan. No, no, I never said that. Never said that. Because <laughs> that was when he. Was, I didn't. I don't know if I've listened, but that's when he was debating someone else, yes. right? Okay. And they were. He, they brought on some guy from Skeptics Magazine, right? Who was kind of talking shit and putting words in Graham's mouth, and yeah. so Graham Which was just like very adamantly disagreeing. But I'm looking uh, up Nick Pope's wiki to see if he even has a wife or if he's single. <laughs> Um, I'll leave him alone for now. But yeah, Jonathan Young compares the this whole act of destroying antiquities to 
Nazi bur- book burnings or the burning of the Library of Alexandria, which is more book burnings. Um, but uh, it, he's he's been on the last this Here whole last season. Sorry, oh, here he is. I think at contact because it's with that that weird yes. saucer brand. That's his wiki profile picture. Is the saucer Los Angeles a... brand? <laughs> <laughs> that guy seemed nice, but he was doing the hard sell. Oh, he we walked did by the booth. way too hard of yeah. a sell. Like that silver bomber jacket was pretty yeah. cool, and but you like, might have bought it if he wasn't selling you hard. Yeah, he was it. just going way too big. Yeah, um, um, but uh, here's your personal. Come on. But I mean, they've had Jonathan Young on a lot, and he... Oh, Snowfest 2019. That's that weird one that was super expensive that we oh, didn't go yeah, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that picture. I forgot from. about that. It's in, like, Colorado yeah. or something like no, that. No, it was in Big Bear. We almost oh, went. Oh, that's and it right. Was like, yes. But it was, like, $200 yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. very... Seemed, seemed very shitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jonathan Young's been on the last season a lot, but he, has never, he hasn't added anything, and it's not his fault. He just, like, he's there to thematically talk about uh, li- like literature examples of mm-hmm. this or historical examples, but he's a he's a psychologist, you know, like he's a psychological professor and a classicist and all that stuff, you know. So, um, I don't know. I wish they would utilize him better. Mm-hmm. He's there. I mean, I like him. He's there for flavor. He never says anything dumb. Like he never says any. He doesn't even say anything you can disagree with. He just gives you examples of stories right. that are like what we're talking about too. But, um, they show some. This is where like this is what I wish they would do more because this is a History Channel show. They did it a lot in the first couple seasons, I think, because it was cheap Mm -hmm. to do so. But it did add something when, take one of the billions of documentaries that History Channel's done. Right. And use some of that fucking footage. And they did it in this one. They show some Vikings fucking shit up and stealing from churches. And then they show some conquistadors fucking some Mayans up and stuff like that, shooting them and blowing them away. Um, blowing the sand away in the desert, but uh, and they show like Spanish priests mm-hmm. uh, destroying Native American stuff and whatever. Yeah. Um, and but I don't really see what their point is here, other than now halfway through this episode, they're still just telling you people deliberately destroy antiquities. It's like yeah, we know. Like this I is get it. I don't know why you have to keep justifying this idea as if people don't believe it happened. Yeah. So uh, we get our first children's chime in here though, and he says. With the destruction of this knowledge, uh, we may very well be losing our connection to the gods, the extraterrestrials, how they interacted with us and what they wanted us to do. So he's saying, like, we're losing uh, the instructions that are still hidden in all of this archaeological stuff um, and that this ancient shit is our connection to them, even though this show constantly talks about the UFO phenomenon happening right now and continuing and it never stopped and they never went away. So it's like, I don't not not that it not that we shouldn't protect ancient antiquities, of course, but not for these reasons. <laughs> like yeah. like I don't think we're gonna lose out that much on alien stuff if antiquities get lost. We'll lose out on our own history, stuff, which yeah, is in worse. General, which, yeah. Um, but uh, I think that the aliens, they're gonna interact with us when they want to interact with us. I mean, they're fucking dropping croc circles down and all sorts of shit. Yeah. So um, we get a Wilcock drip here, and he says, uh, Why is it that these records continually get destroyed or get misplaced or they're deliberately ruined? There's deliberately, again, is it possible that there is, in fact, an ongoing extraterrestrial presence that has somehow infiltrated our society? Could this presence be deliberately, there it is again, thwarting any effort for itself to be discovered from the ancient record? So now he's talking about some ancient alien race that's on the run from being found out? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't don't understand, especially from Wilcock, who, again, doesn't qualify that these could be the bad aliens, right? I guess we're supposed to assume that, but he doesn't qualify that. And 
I thought the aliens were here to guide us and help us and would want us to find this information and whatever, too. So this is where ancient astronaut theory is at odds with itself. It's it's a true example of it can be whatever they want it to be for whatever they feel like talking about. Whatever daddy needs. Yes. Uh, Literally, yeah, the galactic daddies. But um, uh, Oh, here's where they ask, why is everyone so violent? And this is like classic scare tactics. Again, because we have video footage, because there are three billion more people on the world than there were a hundred years ago, yeah, there's going to be more violence just because you know that, right? right, right Population right. density, whatever. But at the same My time, density. Um, you can. But like America is the least violent that it's ever been. Violent crime is down. Other companies like Japan have almost no violent crime, mm. and so it's basically still the Middle East and all these drug-run companies or religious countries and things like that. That have the most violence. There's just the most. There's the least stable governments and the most cultural warfare. So, yeah. um, but they go into these mouse experiments, which, while cool, um, they're they're trying to make the point for the next segment that aliens could be triggering us to be violent with mind control, basically, right. uh, for reasons Again, to to why? destroy Again, antiquity. Why? Yeah. <laughs> to destroy their their own artifacts they right. left behind. And again, if they wanted to do that, they could. F- Pick the perfect size asteroid from the asteroid belt to just destroy four miles of Egypt and go, boom, it's done. You'll never yeah. find it now. We're it's vitrified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Which, um, where has he been? I know. Christopher Dunn has been mentioned a couple times, but not um, on the show for quite a while. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll be interesting when he comes back or yeah. if he comes back. Geology keep- Jesus has only been sparingly used for like four seasons, too. Right. Robert And they, they keep adding more contact people, but. Um, oh, yeah. No one crazy exciting yet, but I think they're waiting to build up to yeah. sell those ticks. Well, and there's so many more events this year. It's like they probably, these guys probably have different availability at this point now, mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. or tougher availability. But um, anyway, they took these mouse, these uh, mice, they. Uh, gave them a virus that installed these um, light-sensitive neurons into their hypothalamus, which is what controls violence and calm and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they then uh, pulsed these certain lights at them, and as soon as they pulsed the lights, they started just ripping each other apart. Mm-hmm. So that is really interesting, and yeah. I guess you could do that on humans. They haven't done it yet on humans, but right. um, they they show like some total like SoCal bros fighting in in front of a bar, like just like, why is the world just so violent? It's just like these two white dudes fucking like falling to the ground and trying to rip each other's flannels off and yeah. kiss. Yeah. Um yeah. but uh I'm just like, really? You're making this point? Like I just I don't know. It's 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 this is a huge reach of trying to explain human violence via ancient astronaut theory. I'm like and I was like because Nori goes, is is the ability to become violent like installed in us? And I'm like, violence, co- conflict, <laughs> as a part of universal life, yeah, is universal. It's not something you learn. It's something that happens because not all living things are going to agree on everything. Right, right. Not all sentient living things are going to agree on everything. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it's because things evolve differently in the same space. There's going to be conflict, some of which might be violent. So. Mm. Um, and also any form of eating, right? Like if, if we, you know, before the modern age, I mean, and animals to this day still eat other animals alive and raw and it's right. very violent and gross. And wiggly. You know? exactly. And taters. <laughs> um, so it's very odd to think that it's kind of a self-deprecating thing where, but also absolving, trying to absolve ourselves of like, absolve ourselves that violence is a, is like an alien virus or something. I'm like, 
you got why? Why are we wasting time on yeah, this? It's yeah, retarded. Yeah. So um, we go to the Guatemalan jungles and the ancient Mayan city of El Mirador, um, which I've seen a lot of like shitty motels called that <laughs> before, like apartment complexes right. too. Um, built roughly in the 15th century BC and then abandoned uh, around 150 BC. I am shocked they haven't talked about this before because no, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, Swedish. Um, <laughs> I haven't actually said that in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen each other since yeah. last Monday. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, But uh, this is uh, a huge Mayan ten- like pr- pyramid city, like complex. Mm-hmm. There's dozens of pyramids. One of the pyramids is the tallest in the world. Like, how have they not mentioned that on the yeah. show before? Um, because... It was rediscovered in 1979. It's not like it was like 2016. It was, you know, whatever. So, um, but uh, anyway, um, the entire site of El Mirador is bigger than the island of Manhattan, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So a huge swath of the jungle and the jungle. Jungle. And uh, this is, it's important because this, finding this temple uh, pushed back the real history of the Mayans even further because... Mm -hmm. Basically, when the conquistadors came and fucked everything up in Central and South America um, and Mesoamerica, they literally destroyed a lot of the religious carvings and stuff of um, the Mayan priests and kings and whatever, just like they've been talking about the whole episode. Yeah. The small group of royal elite that survived desperately wrote down what is the current like most widely uh, publicized, Popolvu, their their origins uh, story, like Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and I mean their Bible basically. Um, but this temple is actually like two thousand or a thousand years before that, or something. Right, so right, right. they're like, oh great, now we now we see that it's consistent from even back then. So they kind of got it right for the most part, where there's more details in there. The details are kind of dumb. Yeah, the devils and the, the devils in the details, but. Um, but it's weird. This is where they have the liver lips chinless guy on to talk about. He's a Mayan expert. Um, they have a they, but the the expanded edition talks about how they had a flood myth too, and how uh, the gods, just like Yahweh, the god of you know Judaism, Christianity, purposefully kept information from humans. Mm. Basically, the humans they made. It's very weird. How are these gods such good gods if they couldn't foresee? Oh, good god. <laughs> Uh, if they couldn't foresee that the powers, the abilities they gave their creations might be too much in the future. It's like, well, right, then why right, did right. you install it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's almost like they made an AI that went rogue or something. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's like, oh, we didn't know it was going to happen. I'm like, right. and if I guess if they were aliens, you could argue that they're not these perfect, you know, right, omniscient yeah. beings. But you could also argue that they would uh, they would prevent that even more. If they could again get here from another star system and set up shop to genetically experiment on us or create new life forms, you know. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, they the gods got scared and said, "Oh, these humans can see too much." Uh, it, they kind of implied they could maybe like see more than three dimensions or yeah. travel through time. I don't know, but they they put this veil over humans' eyes, and that's why we can only really perceive what's right in front of us now, or right, something. Right, so right. that's part of the Popovu origin story of the Mayans. So. Um, uh, we get a Wilcock drip here and he says so what happened to the humans that were smarter than us you know before this veil was put on us according to the Mayans were they in fact the ancient Egyptians the Sumerians and many other ancient cultures which I don't understand why would the Mayan I mean I guess if you believe like him of a universal culture 
that's the only reason py- the only way pyramids could have been fucking mm-hmm. spread around or whatever. Um, these areas apparently have all the records that we need to rebuild our history. These are also the most unstable areas on Earth. Could this be why? So um, he's saying, is there is there something in us that knows that like all the secrets of humanity are right. in the Middle East? And yeah. so that's why everyone's fighting over all the shit. But then like, why would everyone be dancing around destroying a bunch of like random, not random, but hundreds of these sites? Why wouldn't they just go and try to destroy or guard the thing like right, the Akashic right, right, record right. or what the whatever the fuck it was? It yeah. seems it's like a very roundabout strategy, you yeah, know. Yeah. But but when it comes to conspiracy theories, everything can just be more fuel for the fire of explaining any 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 uh. uh uh, opposition that yeah. comes up, right? And Bobani was bringing up the LIDAR and uh, yes. satellite Norbit looking under the ground of the Antarctica. In the <laughs> this is a satellite Norbit. <laughs> hey, hey, watch out. I have a large wife. Watch out there. <laughs> now tell me about the Buford. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Shut up. <laughs> Gonna get us killed. Um, yes, the LIDAR satellites. And they, yeah, they do that on this episode too where they show... Um, Satellite images of like they called them looter holes, <laughs> um, where it's you know it sucks like where there's some pyramid complex and they're like digging these pits to I, I get it's weird like you see like a structure but then they dig these pits like fifty feet away to get stuff or something mm-hmm. I don't know maybe they're just digging for jars and shit yeah, I have no yeah, clue yeah. but it's a it is a it is a lot of effort to dig stuff up to then destroy it yeah you know, it's weird but why not just use dynamite and shit right but. Right. Um, we get a, uh, oh, sorry. They go, they go back to, uh, the Popolvu carving on the El Mirador pyramid. So they, they talk about the carving of the hero twins, which they only mm-hmm. show one guy. <laughs> I don't know. They don't really talk about another twin or anything, but, uh, and we get a, a suk alert here where he believes that one of these hero twins or whatever they somehow, if they're combined are an astronaut. So he says, if you look at that carving, that guy is clearly wearing a helmet and he has this backpack and he's actually floating in space or he's descending from the sky. And it's like, it shows a guy with a very similar Mayan Aztec ish helmet, like headdress thing on. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like a fucking snake coiled up on his back, but he's calling it a backpack and all. And also he's just in a tiny square touching the borders. They don't do any justification for how is this space? Mm-hmm. How is he falling from the sky? And if he is, fine, but right. it doesn't have to be an astronaut suit, you know. Yeah, so yeah. the especially the South American the ancient astronaut in, in theorists' interpretation of South American clothing is like the dumbest shit. That's mm-hmm. where everything's an astronaut suit, everything's a wristwatch, everything's an airbag or whatever. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. And again, these aliens are getting here. From very far away, they're yeah. not going to have 1970s era NASA style suits and technology with them. Yeah. It's retarded. So um, I'm bringing that word back. I'm, I don't know why I'm go. saying it tonight. Um, Childress chimes in here too and he says, uh, He has this kind of helmet, and even one of the fingers looks like a, a flying saucer. Could these stone carvings be depictions of ancient astronauts? So he's just agreeing here too. I put him in here because he doesn't say much interesting yeah. stuff, yeah. but um, we go to Temple Mount and we kind of. That's all we talk about the rest of this episode. Um, in Jerusalem, October 2014, there was an uprising. Yet again, Israeli authorities shut down access to the Temple Mount, which is, I mean, the central fucking site of Israel. Yeah. Um, and uh, huge tourist spot, huge religious spot. Uh, the, the, the coming together of Jews, Muslims, and Christians. 
Um, and it's always kind of a hot button area. Um, go to Wiki Wikipedia and read about temple. I mean, literally like fourteen massive religious religious uh, occurrences have happened here. Literally, like this is where this is literally where the Jews think God took the first dust and made Adam out of it. Right, right. This is where Muslims think that. Um, uh, Muhammad ascended to the sky with the angel Gabriel and stuff like that. So, um, but uh, 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 the current or the basically this was seen as like a religious declaration of war, and right. so within a few hours they they reinstated access again. But it was like started off a whole other revolution that's just been going on, and then they list like every five years is a big revolution in Israel, and so it just pretty much never stops. So right. um, then they ask what's underneath it. They've talked about this a lot before. Uh, but of course, they're asking, is it a Stargate or a portal? So we get uh, Rabbi Zadok with a Zadok talk, yes. and he says, Temple Mount has long been considered a portal to heaven. It is said that when the patriarch Jacob rested one night, he placed stones on the ground, and then he saw a ladder ascending to heaven where angels were traveling up and down the ladder. This was always known to have been a vortex, a portal. So uh, I do enjoy him because he's always very dramatic. Mm -hmm. He pretty much just repeats what Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, just says. But he at least, at least he's a religious figure. <laughs> like at least yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. actual rabbi, Something. you know. Uh, again, I've said it before, but the most interesting guys on this show are guys like Zadok or the the African-American gentleman who's, who's a pastor, but he's a big ancient aliens guy. And he's right. always equating... You know, he's he was the big like book of Ezekiel guy and all that mm -hmm. stuff with wheels within wheels. But um, they're the most interesting guys because they're in that world and kind of have the most to lose uh, of their career, right? If if they're seen as the alien God is the an weirdo. alien kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, we get another Wilcock drip here. He says it could very well be that there was a natural area on Earth that the Temple Mount was deliberately fucking built <laughs> around, and that natural physics that we don't yet understand in conventional science, allow there to be a slipstream between realities. That's the first time I've used, heard the word slipstream on this mm, show. Mm -hmm. uh, a gateway, a parting of the veil between this world and other parallel universes. So again, it's a fucking leather tube. It's a wormhole. Yeah. Um, there are lots of UFO sightings around Temple Mount, but it's annoying because the one they show on the episode uh, is the most famous one, but it's now infamous because it's proven to be, have been faked. So. Yeah, yeah. It's very clear. There's like there's people on this balcony overlooking the Temple Mountain at the night sky. This UFO is like descending, and that part you might believe. But when it shoots up, it looks like every shitty CG movie in the mm -hmm. world. Like the mm -hmm. effect it has, it shoots up, and, so, and these people are going whoa! Like you could see, I'm like all that could have been staged and was staged very right, easily. Right. So um, because there were flashing lights, so the lights that are being flashed on top of the dome are real from some other source, mm -hmm. but then they just implemented this fake UFO Extra to make shit. it look like yeah. it was doing it. So um, the last thing here is back to Iraq, at the beginning of the Iraq-US war, uh, the shock and awe campaign by, by old George W., um, looking for Saddam's weapons of mass destruction. Now, this was interesting, too, because I never realized that Saddam was really, literally thought he was the reincarnation of the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. Right, right. Um, or the reincarnation of the ship from the Matrix, the Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> um, but uh, which I was trying to think, like, why would they call that ship the Nebuchadnezzar? Maybe because it's standing up to a huge force, or other or kingdom. Yeah. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah, something like that. But starting a huge revolution, I guess, against the you know the 
against Solomon's temple. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. He, Solomon yeah. was the rich fucking you know Jewish king, all that stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, Medallion Man tells the story of of the king Nebuchadnezzar bringing back these three wise men from Solomon's temple after he sacked the temple. And uh, it smelled like just real sweaty testes right, right. Uh, all day. It's, I mean, warfare's tough. But, um, and he put them in this fiery furnace, but they not only weren't killed or hurt in the fiery furnace, they came back out of it with an angel or an extraterrestrial being. So, um, and, uh, of course, Medallion Man William Henry goes, in today's terms, we would call this a Stargate or a portal, and Saddam knew this. So... Uh, apparently he has insiders in the Middle East. So <laughs> um, Nick Pope compares Saddam to the Nazis, which is interesting too. It's like, is here's another example of a big dictator, uh, big thick dictator, mm-hmm. um, looking for magical artifacts to give him an edge right. in the war. Right. This this is more religious, whereas like technically the Nazis were atheists, but obviously they believed that yeah, occult yeah. things. You know, not right, right. not all of them were uh, officially they were an atheist. You know, organization because they didn't want private citizens having any religion other than the state, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that obviously wasn't true because they were all about occult shit. So, um, and Nick Pope makes an interesting point here. He says the Iraq War was actually a war about a Stargate, uh, and then it cuts the Medallion Man going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, wait, wait. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the theory goes that Saddam Hussein got access to this Stargate, maybe threatened to use it. Uh, was that why the Allied powers went in? So it is gnarly. It's like, if this was true, <laughs> this like almost, it almost forgives George W. Bush for like his faulty, weird sort of faulty information. And like, because maybe Bush was just hiding that. Maybe he just couldn't admit that it was a leather tube, a wormhole right, right, right. that Saddam had as a weapon to master strike. It wasn't nukes, but it was some sort of very powerful yeah. device or Poops. thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Poops. Um, they start talking about how again disclosure is coming now, and all all you know, Wilcock is uh, explaining that all of these rediscoveries are leading to greater consciousness. Even though they just talked about how all these rediscoveries are being destroyed, but um, Sukes comes on with a Sukes alert and he says, "It's why we haven't been contacted yet because we are on the verge of destroying ourselves, and we have to learn to live with each other before being allowed to receive this knowledge." This is like. This is the ultimate just self-deprecating human intrinsic guilt thing. We all know that we feel bad for doing shitty things, right? Mm-hmm. Whether on a, a self or mass level or group level, family level, whatever. And this is the galactic daddy shit, right? This is all internal human issue. Like, again, the aliens could literally come here and just say, you're going to fucking do all this shit now or we're going to kill you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the aliens don't want to do that. Maybe, again, like they've said before, if they force us, it doesn't uh, matter as much or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But at the same time, if the aliens saw us as much of a as much of a threat as all the ancient astronaut theorists think they do, they would have stopped this a long time ago, or they would be they would just be guiding it so much more deliberately mm-hmm. um, that we would we either wouldn't be aware or we'd be very aware, right? right so. Right. Um, I don't think they would let us fuck around this much if they were yeah. that worried. That's why I don't really think they're that worried. They're seeing what's going on, and they don't care that much, right, you right. know. So, uh, not a lot of people. I mean, I guess that's the zoo, the zoo hypothesis, where it's a little more of a, a neutral alien daddy thing, where they're like, 
they know we're here and they're just observing us, but they're not getting involved. Yeah, you yeah. know, kind of a deist thing. But um, blah, 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 blah. this episode also it felt problematic in a racial way, where it just seemed to be like, and again, it's all just news. It's not like yeah. they're being racist. It's just weird that it's just like, hey. The Middle East is super fucked up, and I Middle Easterners just, destroy yeah, everything. Like, <laughs> like, okay. It's just what's happening now, right. so it's easy to talk about a volume of it. Exactly. Um, but uh, oh, and then they end with Galactic Daddy shit. Even Childress is like, you know, if we just become like that, basically, if we become good boys, Galactic Daddy will let us hang out with them. <laughs> you <Yum. know>? So uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to say lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. I mean, this is a season finale, which is a really weak season finale. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a downer season finale, too. Like, I think they're trying to be inspiring or something. Like, let's stop being so violent. But, I don't know. They've had so many other episodes. We've had so many fucking movies about this exact subject, too. Right, right. It's getting a little old. So, so. Um, the next episode is Pyramids of Antarctica. There we go. Kicks off season 11. Getting to 2016, boys and girls. So, we're catching up uh, this time next year. Oh, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that should be interesting because I feel like when we were at Contact last year, that was the season premiere of season 15 or 16 mm-hmm. or something. And that was all about Antarctic pyramids too. Right, right. So, um, also where the thing took place. Um, but uh, other than that, I don't know. Nothing crazy. We'll be on like normal uh, next Monday night uh, with Pyramids of Antarctica. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for telling your friends about probing ancient aliens. Thanks for telling your friends to tell people. I don't want them to sign up. I want them to tell their friends about patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. Where for $5 a month or more, you get access to at least two exclusive podcasts. One of which is Probing Deeper, where we probe deeper into ancient astronaut theory, stuff, conspiracy theories, cryptids, all that stuff. And uh, the other is Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, which is just like this show, but about ghost adventures. Um, so please support us right there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens uh, and Facebook and Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. And also listen to Beer There Drunk That, our other podcast about beer and craft, craft beer and craft breweries on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens. Other than that, uh, Little Butthole Prolapse. Bye. Stuff.